Have you ever wondered, just wondered, why exactly some people might want to create a stir <laughs> on, of all days, one of the most holiest days of the year in the Christian calendar? And also for Jews, it's Passover. So two of the major religions of the monotheistic world celebrating a day of reverence, of sacrifice, of rebirth, of victory over death and evil for Jews for the Passover when the angel of the Lord passed over and through his actions took the firstborn of every Egyptian in order to set the Lord's people free and Yahweh's people went off into the desert centuries later it was the son of God the son of man came Hosanna, Hosanna he is risen. Jesus rises again. And at Easter, that is what we commemorate and celebrate as Christians. Unfortunately, some people choose to also do some other activities, such as politics on Easter. And it often doesn't play too well. You know, in showbiz, when you don't do a good job, they say you laid an egg. Well, that's pretty much what it sounded like. Three Easter eggs, four, maybe five. Five presidential candidates, Pancho Laxon, Manuel Pacquiao, Manila Mayor Francisco Isco Moreno Domgaso, Domgoso, I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce that right. Then you had uh, a candidate by the name of Gonzalez, and of course, person I consider a friend who I've met a few times, June Abelia. So you've gotten this group together and they basically, these five guys called on another leading candidate who was actually leading the pack in most surveys of the Philippine opposition, Lady Robredo, and called out for her to back out of the campaign. And for them to form a coalition and to decide who would be the common candidate. On the surface, it sounds like a good idea. But generally speaking, they also exposed what they said was Ms. Roberto's plans to threaten a major upheaval if she was not the victor. That part of the opposition, the pink group, formerly known as the Yellow Group, formerly the Liberal Party of the Philippines Group. But essentially right now, the fast-rising and moving opposition in the Philippines. The primary leader is seen by the international media and community, and as far as most of her rallies are going, it seems to be Lenny Robredo is on a uphill climb. But it is a long way to climb. Most surveys and exit polls from early voting seem to show only one thing. In many overseas pollings, the administration's sort of silent bad candidates of Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. and Sara Duterte seem to be leading in most exit polls, which are unofficial, but however, there are also Google polls or Google trends 
and so the opposite with Robredo leading. It's something that will be very interesting to watch as it gets closer. Someone like myself, whose family's been involved one way or another in elections in the Philippines and surveys for, since they began surveys in the Philippines, it's very interesting. I myself, as a journalist, have covered every election from 1987, 88, the 86 snap elections. Oh boy, do I feel old. <laughs> it is 2022. I was a teenager when it first started, and my coverages were basically as working as a a DJ for a local radio station initially. But then eventually I was picked up by foreign media outlets. And you could say I learned my journalism and media training from them, from the School of Hard Knocks, but from some of the best reporters and journalists in the world. I remember there was a former boss I had, this uh, old boss lady just would come out and say, hey, you know, uh, he was just a guy who used to spin records. Or there was somebody else who would say this or that or some other thing. But they never understood that when I would work as a guide, as a, as a journalist moving around, as a location producer, I slowly began to do reports. I remember the first time, you know, when I was working at this tiny radio station in the, the smallest radio market in the Philippines. I listened to a national broadcast and I said, you know, one day I'll be one of the news anchors of that network. That news network was a big thing. It had just come back. It was just newly reopened. It was number one in the country. Sure enough, everybody in the room looked at me. I mean, basically I was the odd man out in the group. I was the only different looking person in the room. First of all, I looked very Caucasian and very American and had a twang in everything I said. And pretty much there was laughter. It was almost mocking laughter. Like, oh, come on, that'll never happen. A few years later, when I was working at that TV station and I had become one of its faces, one of its news anchors, I looked back and I, and I laughed about it all. And I said, wow, you know, God leads you to do things that you never even think will happen. And I looked up on the television and I saw international news organizations. And I remember, you know, here I was, again, a similar, similar situation. I remember there were people in the room who would say, hey, Mike, you know, we need to raise the story level. Would you mind if we send you somewhere and get you kidnapped? Or maybe you might get shot don't have to die for us, just, you know, raise the ratings a little bit. Yeah, that's how they used to talk to me. See, it would be better if the story level would go up if, you know, an American or American-looking person uh, was a victim of something. And that's exactly how those producers used to talk to me in that studio. Hey, they said it in jest. It wasn't meant to be hurtful in any way. You know, when they would call you every name in the book, it was often something that was funny. I remember one of the bosses would come down drunk and threaten to shoot me just so that he could boost ratings. Yeah, that was what I put up with. That is what I put up with.
for 17 years working for various media companies over there. It wasn't all bad. And as I said, it was a dog-eat-dog -dog world. And there was a lot of dogs that eventually did get eaten in different ways. And I'm not talking about literal dogs. I'm just talking about that whole cycle of things. But that's politics also in the workplace. Sometimes to survive it, you end up barking like a dog or you end up being bitten. I do not know what is gonna to happen to these political figures in the Philippines, but after today's press conference, one starts to wonder. When four, five, well actually three major political candidates who actually do have a national following and actually do have a good chance of major leadership positions, having been either a mayor of a major city, the largest city, Manila, a, maid, uh, a former police general who became a senator, and then also uh, the world's, one of the world's greatest boxing champions who also first became a congressperson and became now a senator. And now they're all kind of ganging up on this one lady to try to get her to back out so that they can all get together. While she, on her part, and her supporters are saying for them to back out so they can all get together. If you follow political polls and you learn one thing, you learn that with about 20 plus days to go, there's still a lot of time to change people's minds. But at this point in time, most polls show an almost 60-40 situation as far as leadership goes. And most of that lead seems to be going to the administration's back candidates who are better organized, are not jumping at each other, and are united in not jumping on every form of criticism and running away with it. They're just going around and campaigning on their strengths. Anyhow, let's listen to what Isco Moreno had to say at this press conference where these different candidates came together, raised their voices, and tried to say what they wanted. Again, this is in Philippine politics, so therefore a lot of the language is going to be in Filipino, but there will be some English mixed in. And if you can't understand it, well, that's kind of tough. That's just how it plays. This little episode is about Philippine politics today. Happy Easter. Now here come the eggs. Tatlong itlog, as some people would say. Three eggs leading the pack. And maybe quite a few bugooks, which basically means a spoiled egg. At least that's what it kind of looks like. Because they didn't seem to score any points. And the eggs may have been a little bit rotten in their preposition. Or at least that's how their critics are spinning it. State our uh, common message as we have agreed uh, together uh, being a candidate in our respective uh, position. This is Ismael Moreno. Tinatahak. 
and let me read the joint statement. Higit pa man sa resulta ng isang halalan, mas pinayiral natin dapat ang kalayaan ng ating taumbayan na pumili ng kanilang mga magiging leader. Nais nice naming makadaubang palad ang ating mga kababayan alisunod sa kagastuhan nilang mas lalo pa kaming makilala bilang mga kandidato. Sa halip na kami ay malayo sa kanila at sa pamamagitan ng prosesong pang-elektoral, pagkaroon ng pagkakaisa tungo sa isang pagnanais kung ano ang kakahinatnan ng ating bansa. Kasama kami sa kagustuhan ng ating mga kababayan na magkaroon ng isang diwa ng pagsasama-sama na mananaig sa umiiral na pangayan at personal na ambisyon upang yakapin ang pagkakaisa para sa kabubuti ng lahat na hindi lamang mga kataga o bukang bibig pampolitika. Kami ngayon ay nangangako. Una, maninilbihan sa pamala na kung sino man ang mapipili sa amin ng ating taumbayan na magiging susunod na Pangulo. At kami, pangalawa, ay magsasanib pwersa upang labanan ang anumang pagtatangka na baluktutin ang totoong pagpapasya ng taumbayan sa pamamagitan ng mga paggalaw na hindi ka nais-nais o hindi kaya maglilimita sa malayang pagpili ng ating mga kababayan. At higit sa lahat, hinding-hindi kami magbibitil sa kampanya. Ang bawat isa sa amin ay magpapatuloy sa aming mga sariling kandidatura upang maging karapat-dapat na pagpilihan ng sambayanan sa Pilipino. Nilagdaan, Senator Ping Lakson, Senador Emmanuel Pacquiao, Secretary Norberto Gonzalez, at ang inyong pong lingkod, na witnesses naman Sina Senate President Vicente Soto III and Dr. Willie Ong. Maraming salamat po. And I'll give the floor to Secretary Norberto Gonzalez and so on and so forth. Senator Ping and Tito Sen and Doc Willie. Magandang uh, umaga po sa inyong lahat. Uh, Sinigap ko pong makausap si uh, Senator Manny Pacquiao. Siya pong una pong uh, nakausap dahil para bang meron kaming uh, isang aming naging karanasan na uh, medyo kami po ay uh, pinapatra sa aming pagiging kandidato sa pagkapresidente. Uh, meron po kaming dalawang shared na karanasan at pagkatapos po noon ay uh, 
nakita kami ni uh, Senator Pim Laxon at uh, para pong pareho din ang amin niya naranasan tungkol sa ginagawa ng isa nating uh, katunggalik na kami ipatrasin sa pangangampanya na banggit po sa akin ni Senator Pim Laxon na nagkausap na pala sila ni, ni Mayor at gano'n din ang kanyang sentimento. Kaya po kami ay uh, nagkasundo. Uh, simple lang po naman ang aming uh, pinagkaisahan uh, sa aming uh, statement. Wala pong aatras sa amin. Kasi tingin namin po ay isang napakalaking pagkukulang sa ating mga maumayan. Kung hindi natin igagalang yung kanilang uh, karapatan na mamili kung sino talaga ang nararapat na mamunong sa atin. Pinag-usap uh, ko din po si, uh, si uh, Secretary Abelia at uh, hindi ko nga po maipaliwanag dahil kagabi, late, alas 10 ng gabi, sabi niya hindi siya makakarating. Pero siya po ay pumayag sana nakasama namin ngayong umaga. Kaya po, uh, apat na lang kami nadaan dito ngayon. Si Manny Pacquiao po ang Uh, pagkakadiling namin ay nasa aeroplano na papunta dito. This all came about when uh, Secretary Gonzalez visited me ano, sa Manila Hotel. Ito yung after ng no, aming uh, media forum ni Senate President Soto do sa Roma, uh, yung samahang Plaridel, no, kay Julia Abdasa. So I, I met with him, sinabi niya sa akin na nakausap sila ni former spokesman Abella at saka ni Senator Manny Pacquiao First was uh, Senator, well, actually uh, former Secretary Norberto Gonzalez, and now it is uh, Panfilo Luxon. Sabi ko, baka pwedeng uh, kausapin muna natin yung, in so many words, ano, baka pwedeng kausapin din natin yung mga ibang uh, kasama nating mga tumatakbo. Baka meron din silang sariling experience. And true enough, yun yan, last week, nagkita kami ni Secretary Bert at senior sa akin. So, yun, uh, in so many words, parang, uh, ano ba ito, sinusubert na ba natin yung will ng mga electorate, ng mga tao, maski wala pang halalan, No, yung uh, it's bad enough na mayroong mga lumalabas na balita na baka yung uh, yung mismong election on election day baka mayroong mga sinister attempts ano na parang isubert yung will of the people. Now, going by the surveys na lumalabas, I, I think si Secretary Gonzales can share some insights ano, sarili niya ring uh, knowledge, sariling information as well as mayor Isko. So, yun po ang background kung bakit kami naririto ngayon na actually, originally, five kasi as to me by uh, Secretary Gonzalez, kausap niya nga yung dalawa so tatlo, tatlo sila. Ako naman, immediately, I informed Secret uh, Mayor Isko uh, na nag-usap kami ni Secretary Gonzalez and okay siya na sige, magkita-kita tayo, set na lang natin pag-usapan yung venue at saka yung time and date. So, kaya nandito tayo ngayon. So anyway, for other details, uh, will be, of course, uh, nangako kami na wala muna makakaalam, kami-kami lang muna, but sabi ko, I, I owe it to my partner, ano, kay Senate President, kasi kami, very transparent kaming dalawa, 
Sabi ko, I have to uh, inform Senate President Soto about this. So I informed him. And sabi niya, sige. Initially, ang usapan namin, kaming lima lamang. Ano? Wala yung mga vice presidential candidates. But on second thought, sabi ko, mapoportify pa yung ating position, ating uh, stand, common stand, na walang atra sa atin. If we will be joined by our vice presidential candidates. So kaya na, that explains why Doc Willie Ong and Senate President Soto are here with us uh, this morning. So si Senator Mani, I understand from his uh, staff na nandito naka-advance uh, party, na gagawa na lang siya ng isang uh, uh, videotape na statement before he took off. Kanina, I hope that materialized para talagang uh, marinig din natin ang uh, statement ni Senator Mani. You know? Kasi para-parang experience namin. Uh, kaming dalawa ni Mayor Esco, actually, bukod pa doon sa kinakausap, gusto pa kaming hubaran. No? They, they're trying to strip uh, us of our supporters, yung mga support groups. Nangyari sa akin, yung reforma, na hijack. And si Mayor Esco, yung kanyang ikaw na no? sa Cebu, ganun din. So, marami talaga attempts. And parang nililimit na lang yung choice or choices sa dalawa. No, nakakahon na lang and that's the reason why we have to do this that among 111 or so Filipinos, million Filipinos hindi lang dalawa yung pagtipilian actually meron pang ibang tumatakbo tinanong ko nga rin si, May, si uh, Secretary Gonzalez kung na-inform din si uh, Mr. Siliodi de Guzman and si Attorney Dr. Montemayor as well as uh, Paisal Mangondadato parang anyway siya nalang mag-explain mamaya sa pagka may uh, question and answer na tayo. Thank you very much and good morning. Happy Easter. So of course we're listening to uh, Senator Panfilo Lacson and this is uh, part of uh, and now let's go to uh, Senator Vicente Soto, the Senate President of the Philippines. Together with uh, Senator Lacson, Uh, Isko Moreno and uh, Secretary Gonzalez and Doc Willio. Um, he is in. He is one with the group, definitely. Ano nakikisa sa layunin na itong usapan at um, he just had to uh, fly to Jensen for an emergency last night. So he was taking off while uh, pausok namin siya on the phone at uh, uh, habol siya dito as um, mentioned by Senator Lacson na kung hindi man, yung video niya ay magkakaroon tayo ng kopya. So, uh, on my part, ako po ay nakikiisa sa layunin ng mga sinasabi ng ating mga presidential candidates. I um, fully support the stand that they are making on this. Thank you very much. Uh, magandang umaga po. Bali, tama po, uh, sinusuportahan ko yung stand. I think, pwede ko naman i-simplify eh. I think ang stand ng mga presidentials ay mga respectable uh, politicians sila, public servants, talagang tuloy-tuloy ang laban. Kumbaga sa basketball, lahat ng kuponan, talagang gagawin ng lahat para manalo. Kasi kung babasahin nyo ang social media, ang news, laging binabalita, baka umatras to, baka umatras yan. Yan ang mga brainwashing eh. Oh, masasabi ko lang personal experience ko Laging sasabihin Mag-withdraw yan si Doc Gaganyan, hindi serious Wala pong katotohanan Talagang todo, 100% laban tayo 
uh, nag-usap kami ni Tito Sen, walang mga usap-usap na ng mga ganoon. Talagang todo laban siya, todo laban ako para maganda makita ng taong bayan kung sino talaga. Pagdating sa survey, I think uh, meron tayong mga konting issue doon na tingin natin eh baka flawed yung survey. Pero syempre, ano lang naman 'yan. Mga ideas lang natin diyan. Ayaw rin natin yung mga mind conditioning. Uh, wala naman ako sinasabi na meron. Pero syempre, dapat tingnan din natin. Tingnan din natin yung katotohanan sa ground at yung nakikita natin sa numero. Baka lang kasi na di-disinformation tayo at baka malito yung tao. Baka nandito pala yung magiging presidente ng Pilipinas. Salamat po. Thank you. Uh, sa akin naman, Uh, sa ating mga kababayan sa dami ng uh, problema ninyo I think uh, most most of you here if not all sa kise magbabayad kayo ng kuryente sa trenta magbabayad kayo ng upa maggo-grocery kayo mahal ang bilihin ibili kayo ng gasolina mahal ng gasolina hindi nyo malaman sa dami ng problema ninyo problema ng mga kababayan natin hindi lang sa kwartong ito milyong Pilipino is having hard time ng mga problema mabigat ang buhay kaya ang paniwala ko po hindi tayo makagagalaw ng mabilis sa pagtugon sa suliranin ng mga kababayan natin na araw-araw na nangyayari sa bawat buhay ng pamilyang ordinaryong Pilipino. Ang bangayan at tuwing presidential election tungkol lagi sa dalawang pamilya lamang. We are offering, I for one, is offering you if you want peace of mind. Once and for all, let's stop yung away ng pula at bilaw. This is not about us. You can see us. Senator King, Secretary Norberto, me, and the Vice Presidential Candidate here. This is not about us being a candidate. This is about you. Buhay ninyo. Anim na taon ng buhay natin. Huwag natin hayaan na maging teleserye ang kinabukasan ng ating mga anak at ng buhay natin sa anim na taon. So essentially what the uh, group is saying here is uh, uh, based on what I've been hearing initially was they were all talked to to withdraw, to back out. Now, they haven't mentioned the name yet of who is asking them to back out. Um, but it would seem to be another opposition figure had actually come to them and individually stripped them of their supporters, uh, worked to gain groups, you know, undermining their position and their campaigns uh, and, and uh, going after their donors, putting pressure and, and threatening that there would be some kind of negative action that would occur should uh, you know the uh, uh, should the election 
uh, not go as as uh, the other candidate that they're hinting at uh, push forward. Now, let's go to another one of them. Uh, this is Norberto Gonzalez, who's, I believe, also running for president. I'm not really sure, but I believe he has filed as well. And uh, what, uh, what he has to say uh, in this joint press conference from different political candidates running for president and vice president in the Philippines. Sinasabi ko sa inyo, yan po unang, unang leksyon na dapat natin maunawaan. Palagay ko, kailangan natin ng bagong number two para i-challenge yung number one. Una. Pangalawa, ito po ang importante. Napapansin ko po yung nagdidebate kami sa iba't ibang forum. Pag nakikita po natin yung feedback ng social media ng mga kababayan natin, tuwang-tuwa po sila pag nakikita ko, uy, yung mga naglalaban-laban parang magkakaibigan, nagingitian, nagtatawanan, nagkukonsulta. Gusto po ng taong bayan natin na yung mga leader na humaharap sila sa kanila ay magtulungan para sa kanilang kabutihan. Kung anong mangyayaring maganda sa kanila, lalong maganda kung magtutulungan yung mga leader na humaharap. Ito po ang ginagawa namin ngayong umaga. Napagkasundoan po namin kung sino man ang manalo sa amin kami maglilingkod sa pamahalaan niya. Kaya ako, tinatanong po ako, Mr. Secretary, saan po kayo, kayo po ba payag na maging cabinet member? Doon sa susunod, doon sa kalit hindi kayo manalo. Dahil talaga, nakaka, nakakalungkot naman po, eh, laging tinatanong ako eh, kung ako'y magkakabinete doon sa manalo. Dahil ang assumption ni talo na po ako eh, ay tinatanggap ko po yan. Tinatanggap ko yan. Pero yung sinasabi ng mga kababayan natin, Nakikit silang matutuwa kung makikita na kami nagtutunungan. Yan na po ang pinagkasundoan namin, pinipirmahan na po namin ngayon. Kunyari po, si Mayor Iskaw maging mayor, kami, papasok sa kabinete niya po, tatanggapin niya. Eh, si Mayor Iskaw, hindi pa ako window-opera nito eh. Pero si Senator Lacson, alam ko magiging cabinet member ako ng pag naging presidente si Senator Ping. Eh, magbubulungan na lang po kami mamaya ni Mayor Isko. Pero yan po ang aming napakalagang kasunduan ngayong umaga. Napagkasunduan po namin na kami magtutulungan para ayusin ang bayan. Manalo, matalo, handiyak kami. Ito ay para sa inyo yan. Pangalawa po. Pangalawa po. Ako po ay umaasa ng gusto kay, kay uh, Senator P. Sa haba-haba po ng paglilingkod naming dalawa pagka-national security ang pinag-uusapan. Saludo po ako kay Senator Pim. Alam niya po yan. Kaya, nung kami po yung nag-uusap, dahil, eh, ayun po, si Senator Pim, tingin ko talaga namang parang hindi kinakabahan. Laging, laging matibay. Yung po ay magandang sandigan ng bayan natin. Nangangamba po kami na kaya ginagawa itong paggawa ng dalawang champion na naglalaban, ay baka po dayain ang eleksyon natin. Yung pandaraya po, ay sinisetup up na kasi yan po talaga ang ginagawa ng mga nakarang eleksyon eh. Para yung inihahanda na po ang sambayan na natin. So as you're listening to that one, of course, uh, that was uh, Norberto Gonzalez who's also a candidate uh, running for president in the Philippines, essentially saying that from their point of view, from their perspective, they're looking at the situation as, as something that uh, 
uh, needs to be looked at, needs to be seen and, and briefed and, uh, you know, uh, discussed as far as the possibility that uh, uh, there's been some, you know, conditioning, there's been some, uh, some, some groups that are, that are uh, threatening that there will be, uh, you know, uh, an uprising if one candidate or another does not win. And that essentially these other candidates have not been given an equal share and an equal chance in their electoral process. There's more of this online. Um, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it on uh, Rumble. You can find it on uh, Viber. You can find it on uh, some of the videos of uh, the different uh, websites of the different television stations in the Philippines as well as radio stations and their Facebook sites. Um, Facebook Watch has it. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of areas you can look at it. I'm not going to try and analyze it more than I've already talked about in the early part. Again, like I said, some people are looking at this and saying this was, you know, the eggs for the, uh, basically the uh, the uh, uh, Easter uh, egg hunt, uh, you know, which which turned out uh, an egg, of course, meaning, a, you know, almost uh, essentially uh, that, that it was like... Uh, a comedy skit almost for Easter, um, and and uh, not all the eggs seem to be as as ripe as the ones in the lead. But let us see what happens. They're calling for a new number two, or a new one among them who can lead the pack to, for their sakes, they say, make the Philippines a better place. Anyway. That's it for me for now. I'm Mike of New York. Have a happy Easter. And, uh, well, just keep listening and learning because that's when you know what's going on. I'm Mike K. Cohen, and this is the Mike of New York podcast. Have a great day.